Dropbit Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. This is Yay. the number one legs 11. So uh, it's episode 111, um, <laughs> just to put that out there. Uh, and we're going to be talking about a couple of games we've been playing recently. So we've got um, three titles we've been playing. Um, one's a local one and a couple of uh, big ones to talk about as well. Biggies. Biggins. Um, so we're going to kick off with a game that was um, sent to us by the Aussie developers, um, published by True Blue Entertainment. Uh, again, Are you do introductions. No, it's you and me. It's us. All right, it's Matt and me. Right, get over <laughs> it. No one else. Just <laughs> changing it up. You're confusing me, mate. Oh, sorry, buddy. Um, so, yeah, AFL Evolution. Um, yeah, yeah. AFL, not Evolution. <laughs> not much. Not much, unfortunately. Um, developed by friends of our podcast, um, if you've been hanging around for a hundred or so episodes. Um, <laughs> Wicked Witch. Wicked Witch Software. Uh, they've been given the opportunity to make another AFL game. And we've both been playing it a little bit. Um, it... It's a tough one to review because there isn't really anything like it, again. You know, apart from the other AFL games, which there hadn't been one for a long time, uh, about five years, possibly. What? Since the last one. Ah, uh, wouldn't be that AFL long. Live. We've been... Well, AFL Live 2 came out as well. Yeah, I suppose. So it's about three... Every three years since yeah. AFL Live. Um it's the thing that makes it interesting to review i think is the fact that you kind of like you can't give it a free pass but you have to give it some allowance for the fact that you can't compare it to other sports games on the market like fifa and stuff because of the like extreme difference in budget between those games yeah. and this one and the extreme difference in gameplay yeah. and all those top afl is a fair bit more complicated than soccer Certainly. But, um, I mean, yeah, basically you've got an extra seven people on the field at any one time. Um, field is twice as big and nearly you've got every... more like 22 more people on the field because there's 11 a side in yeah, and 22 yeah. a side in AFL. Sorry, yeah, it was meaning each, each side, but uh, yeah, you're right. But it's still like, having said that, you like, you can't, like I said, you can't give them a free pass, and unfortunately, there's a fair bit wrong with AFL Evolution. Um, yeah. To be fair, I still had a fair amount of fun playing it. I don't mind it. Like, games like that are fun to play. Yeah, but, especially because we are both huge AFL fans. Yeah. Coming and from Victoria, we... Playing against other people it. is the way to play that game. Yes, like, agreed. Local, I reckon, like, on the couch, playing against your mates. Yeah. Because the single player is fucked. <laughs> it, yeah, that's a bit strong, but I, I would probably have to go with that as well. It's just the bugginess. Like, I've, I really like that it has so many modes. It has a lot that you can do in it. Um, I mostly played in the career mode where you only control one player. And honestly, 
Like, you kick a ball to a full forward who's standing in the goal square and he turns and kicks it behind and or runs it through yeah. for a point instead of kicking a goal. It's fucking... It's certainly a big thing because you know, AFL nowadays is very much a different game to what seems to have been built for this game. You know, the, yeah. the strategies of AFL at the moment are very different to how it's been produced. But then again, the mathematics behind what they would have had to have done yeah, it'd to be create way harder. it, yeah, it would have been extremely hard. Um, Although... But with that said, know, it's uh, it's very again, much a... Um, it's like a FIFA comparison, but FIFA tends to be able to have men off the ball and then they run up to mark up when the ball comes near. Yeah, that's true. Whereas yeah. in AFL Evolution, like if you're kicking out from for from a behind, you can look out and see every single player has a man standing against him. Yeah. So it's very difficult to be able to get the ball out. It is, yeah. And there's other things, like you know, Matt was saying, you kick it to a full forward who's in the goal square and they turn around and everything seems to take a second or longer for a reaction to be you know to be done or you know for the and in other games i guess you'd put it down to possible lag between your controller and the console or whatever yeah um but with this it's just the way it is the 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 bodies like the players don't turn quick enough like there's not enough except for opposing players well yeah that's, yeah, yeah that's they'll true. get you straight away yeah but yeah, it's um you know like again as a comparison with FIFA, which is one of the only other major ball sport games. Yeah, apart you know. from like NBA Two K. Yeah, but I'm you know talking kicking really. Um, you know you can you can capture a ball and kick it before you've even hit the ground. You know, and it's just how fast that game is on the engine and all those types of things. It's just a very very different type of situation. Yeah, and with AFL you can't do that like in in watching AFL like I guess as a comparison if you suggest like uh, or if I was to suggest you sit there and you're playing a game of FIFA you turn it off you watch a game of soccer yeah. you know there's amazing similarities between the two visually and in the game itself yeah but playing AFL and then turning it off and watching a game of AFL it's like chalk and cheese. It's like maybe like the gameplay is like under tens AFL. Yeah. And cause it's just not intelligent and you can tell it's not smart enough to keep up with the actual game. Yeah. Um, and you know, but again, with that said, major, major budget differences between the two games and yeah. you know, major differences in, in everything. Yeah. You know, I feel like they probably... Because the AFL were behind this. They gave the funding to Wicked Witch to yeah. build the game. Yeah. So, um, like, I look at the game and I think, wow, this is fucking undercooked. This could have taken... Like, if you'd have given it another six months, you'd be able to polish out a chunk of those bugs, which are pretty bad. And it's been how long since it came out now? Like a month? Yeah, probably. About that. yeah. And there hasn't been a patch... No. Which I don't know if that means they're working on a patch and it hasn't it's not done yet, or does it mean yeah, that's they, not going to they haven't been given enough funding to support mm. the game? Yeah. Um 
I don't know. I suppose we could have investigated and asked them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, like you know, with with that all said and done, it is still the only option really for an AFL game on the current gen. Yeah. And it is, I guess, uh, filling that void. Yeah. So it's a good thing, you know. The popularity of AFL in Australia warranted having, yeah, you know, a game, but. With the, I guess, the population of people that are probably going to buy that game compared to the popularity and the population of games like FIFA and NBA yeah. and all that kind of shit, totally understandable. But again, is there much point putting out a half-ass kind of yeah uh, game? I don't or... think that it falls on the developer though. I reckon. No, neither do I. I, I think, think they've done a great job. I think AFL, the AFL should have fronted up more money. It's not like they don't have enough. Yeah, true. I mean, all the TV rights deals they've got, mm. they've had, they're getting like a shit ton of money, to put it fucking politely. Yeah. They could yeah. have put more money into it if they wanted to. And I think it would be worth it because if you... If like, they're going to get it back, and I guess that's the, the compensation they needed to make, you know, it's yeah. you know, business-minded, uh, you've got you to get your money back. Yeah. But you get the money not just in sales of the game, it's in marketing for the game as well. True. Like marketing for AFL, not AFL Evolution. Yeah. Because yeah. the amount of um, the amount of promotion for it that I saw on like Fox Footy and stuff was I'd never seen anything like it. They're no, like same. on AFL three hundred and sixty on the Facebook page. They were playing it while talking about whatever news they were talking about. They were yeah. like, oh, playing AFL Evolution. Yeah. Which is cool to see. And it probably... And to be fair, I think AFL Evolution sold quite well. Yeah. Um, I think they shouldn't have put it at $100 a game, though. No, neither do I. I think mm. it should have been like 60 or 70 I mean, fuck, you can buy Tekken 7 for 60 bucks. Yeah, that's right. So... Yeah. And that's a fucking awesome game. Presumably, came, came out today. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I mean it, it. It it is a good game. It is fun to play, but you do have to take into consideration those kind of yeah those lackings which it comes with, and the fact that uh, you know my mind straight away as soon as I put it on and started playing it went straight to oh this is just a little bit reskinned and a few extras in regards to gameplay. Yeah. Um, compared to live. And live yeah. was a fucking long time ago now. Yeah. Um, but I think the graphics look good. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the likenesses are good. Yeah. The frame rate drops in replays, which pissed me off. Yeah, true. Because I don't know why that would be the case. Mm. And also, you can't... One of the things in the gameplay that pissed me off, like if you watch a game of AFL now, when they get a free kick, a lot of the times, or a mark, a lot of the time, they'll want to play on quickly. Yeah. And in AFL Evolution, if you get a mark, it stops and shows a replay. Yeah, true. So And it allows all of the defenders and everything to reset so that when it comes back to you taking your kick, everyone's set up in front of you, marked up and everything. Whereas mm. I want to just get the mark, turn and go... So that I can kick a fucking goal. Yeah. And it's just stuff like that that makes it really frustrating to play. I mean, apart from when you kick it to a player that you're not controlling and they fucking run it out of bounds or kick it out of bounds Mm. on the floor. 
stupid stuff like that. The marking system is very difficult to get the hang of. Yeah. And the difference between the difficulty levels, like between easy and medium, is ridiculous. I played on medium and you just, I could not win the ball Mm. for any marks. Like you've got to get the timing exactly right. You've got to have position and everything. If it was out of 100, like easy would be 25% and then normal would be 75, 80% and hard would be 99%, I imagine. I didn't even bother going any higher because I I couldn't do anything. Well, the shit thing is I was struggling on medium, so I put it to easy and then it's just way too fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's no middle ground where you can challenge yourself without wanting to fucking launch your controller. Yeah. Especially when you do all the effort to make a good play and then you kick it to a full forward who fucks it up. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, one of the things that I thought the game was really, really lacking right from the very start, as soon as I turned it on, was the total lack of any kind of training area in the game yeah there's no tutorials there's or anything nothing like that um you basically you get in you've got to have a game to be able to even learn try play. Yeah. yeah um you just learn it on the fly which is pretty bad considering it's not a game that you can compare compare with any other game yeah in terms of controls that's right and you have no idea of uh, you know anything like if yeah. you weren't you know, if you were just a fly-by-night AFL fan and you thought, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go, yeah, this will turn you off straight away because you'll be like, oh... How do I play? And then you get in and it's fucking really hard. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, you put it on and like with most most things, it, it um, defaults to normal difficulty. Yeah. Um, you're just getting your ass kicked. You've got no idea what the yeah. fuck is going on or how to play it yeah. and there's no way of learning. Yeah, so, except by playing it. There's a couple of tips that pop up on the load screens, I think. Yeah. But apart from that... And, and there are yeah. a million different combinations of things. Like yeah. When you go in to have a look at what the buttons are, you've got attack, defense, with the ball, you know, without the ball, and just all these different... And then like, inside all of them is like handball, kick, pass... And then you've got different player things as well, and like, like putting if, on bumps and hip and yeah, shoulder bumps, and, and whether like you're that. like the ruckman or a, you know full forward or whatever. Like everything's so different. There's so many different combinations. Yeah. Everything to have an idea about. Um, but I guess on a good note, they have added the AFL women. Yeah. Which, but is, that's just a that's just reskinned men, the male side as well. It like is. It plays yeah. exactly the same. It does. There was really no difference at all. Um, and I, I kind of tried, you know, just maybe in my own little sexist way in my head, I just kind of thought, well, you know, being less developed and being, you know, I guess, you know, physically male versus female, you can play as a male team in the AFL against a female team in the AFL. So I thought the gap between where... The you know one of the best clubs in the AFL against one of you know whoever came last in the female yeah. AFL or AFLW, um, I thought there'd be a huge gap. Yeah, and I got my ass kicked in the first game, in uh, you know guys on guys, and then I thought oh, I'll just go the guys versus the girls. Still got my ass kicked. Yeah. There was no fucking difference at all. 
Well, um, the, the biggest thing there is it's a different competition. Like, the rules are different. Mm, they play yeah. 18 aside, not 22 aside. Yeah. So you've immediately... Got three extra fucking, players. Yeah, <laughs> Technically. Immediately wrong. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's just a bunch of different stuff like that that's like... But I, I mean, do, it's cool that they did it because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, it's in. And, again, it's a budget thing. Like, how yeah. much time do you want to have to spend to fucking build a whole new game inside your game. And I do like the fact that they did it. I mean, we've had, what, this is the third, fourth AFL game. Well, um, but like since PS3, there was yeah. fucking heaps before that. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, it took FIFA 20 fucking six years or whatever it is yeah. of playing soccer games and making soccer to games. To get to this point where to get, Yeah, to where they actually added women to it. So, all the kudos to them for that. I think yeah. that's a really important step that they took. And just doing that, you know, can, you know, add that kind of extra level of, uh, you know, interest, I yeah, guess, for yeah, people exactly. who are, you know, really the AFLW fans. Yeah. So, good on them for that. But, yeah. It, it, In general, I think the game was pretty fun to play. Yeah. Apart from those frustrating moments. Like, I, I play If you play it on it. easy. It's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. If you don't play it on easy, well, it's fucking hard and yeah. really unforgiving. And I liked playing the career mode as well. Although, there was one shit thing about the career mode, which was why I looked to see if they'd patched it, which they haven't. But, basically, when you're playing as career, in a career mode, you only control your character. Yeah. And when you your stamina bar gets low, you get interchanged, right? Yeah. Except... You never come back. Once you get inter- interchanged off, you don't come back until the next quarter. Uh, okay. So you can they can start the second quarter and they go, oh, you're not in because you're still not fully recovered from the first quarter. Yeah. And then you miss that whole quarter, right? Wow. But you have to watch the whole quarter play out because if you press sim, it sims the whole rest of the game. So you don't get to get the stats and boosts and stuff that you would get yeah. from leveling up your character. Which so, is a fairly decent gap. Yeah. Well, yeah. you get subbed, you get interchanged in the first quarter after, say, 20 minutes into the half an hour or whatever. Yeah. And then you go, it goes, wait and watch or simulate. And you go, well, fucking simulate. And it simulates the whole rest of the game. <laughs> and then that's it. Which is shit, because how fucking hard would it be to just simulate until the end of the quarter? Yeah, that's right. True. Like, even not that, just sim until you get interchanged back on the field. Yeah. Which shouldn't necessarily be until, the, like, waiting until the next quarter. True. But yeah. anyway, so it's stuff like that that's like, you're just like, why did they do that? Yeah, exactly. So, and also the commentate commentary in it. Yeah, I was going to mention fucking that. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Extremely Worse than repetitive. AFL Live and Live yeah. 2. Yeah, true. It's got Dennis Cometti and... Matthew Richardson now. I don't think Matthew Richardson was in the first two. Well, no, you know, he, was, he wouldn't have been. He was playing. But fuck, he was... His commentary is the worst. You, like, start a game, and he and Dennis Cometti goes, we're here for the fucking blah versus blah, and it's, like, stunted. So it's like, oh, it's going to be a great night match here between Hawthorne and Geelong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they can't do it smoothly, which, mm-hmm. okay, budget... But then Matthew Richardson pops up right when the ball's about to get bounced and he's like, 
It takes a strong person to survive and <laughs> you've just got to do what you've got to do. Or something like stupid, yeah. like some philosophical bullshit like that yeah. in nearly every game. True. And then there's games where the commentary just doesn't work at all. Mm. And yeah. then out of the blue, Richo will be like, that was a good kick. And then nothing again <laughs> for ages. And you're like, what the fuck? Uh, so yeah. and when you create your character, it goes pick your nickname for them to use in the commentary never gets used oh really never yeah, ever I didn't play that they're just mode, like so. oh and blah gets the ball or something oh, yeah. yeah you know like oh number whatever well I guess you know if you're an AFL fan probably you know maybe wait until it's dropped in price a bit it already has started to I've yeah. seen Man, um, praise on special this week, and it only came out like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, true. But anyway, AFL Evolution. Yeah, it it got it got some pretty bad reviews online. Um, it got some good ones too, which made me go like, "What?" Yeah, but on average, it's it's probably looking at around about a six. Um, uh, I give it like plus. a two out of five. Yeah, I was going to give it two two and a half max out of five, yeah. only out of love. Yeah, and that's a bit yeah. it, unfortunately. Like that's like we've said, that's with the, you know, giving them a, a bit of slack. Yeah. For the budget and and the scope of the project, um, and the fact that it is fun to play. Yeah. When you're not taking into account the frustrations. And I think most of that would definitely go towards what Wicked Witch have been able to put out, yeah. because they're a great development company and they've done some great things, but. Unfortunately, they just didn't, like Matt said, get the budget for this one. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little bit... Ball wasn't in their court. I don't know how long their development cycle for it was. But, um, yeah, I reckon they definitely would have benefited from having, like, 50% more staff working on it in that time. Probably would have helped, yeah. 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 Which is probably a fair amount extra to chuck in. But, I mean, fuck, you build one good game... Like they did with um, AFL Live, was it Live or Live Two, where they released, or maybe it was both of them. They released a like DLC update with new teams or something, or like yeah, updated I teams. And I think shit. it was both. Like yeah. if you build a great game from the start, you can charge money for DLC in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, even just team updates charge five bucks a year for the three-year cycle of the game's life. Yeah. And that that's kind of worth it as players come and go. Yeah. So, well, they've got... It, it's out at the moment on um, PS4 and Xbox One, and there is a, a Steam version apparently coming to PC later in the year. Um, I wonder what that'll sure. be like. Not sure what's going to happen with that. I guess it's just going to be a port. Yeah. I would imagine. But anyway, that's... That's AFL Evolution. Um, if you are an AFL fan, at least check it out. Yeah. That's our recommendation. It's worth checking out if yeah. you're a fan. Yeah. Um, so well, we'll like move... I said, it's fun to play because I like AFL. Yeah, that's right. So I'm like, yes, an AFL game, even though I'm like, you fucking idiot, Tom Hawkins. <laughs> Don't run through the goals with the ball. Kick it. <laughs> but I still am like, fuck yeah, I love that I'm playing this. You know. And the funny thing is, Mitch Duncan in this is actually pretty good. So, <laughs> you know, if you're a Duncan fan, maybe grab this and just play it, don't watch. Um, moving right along, because Matt's a Mitch Duncan fan. Um. <laughs> but anyway, so I've also been playing a game that 
I think was my most anticipated game for this year. And probably the second of one of your favourite games ever. Yeah. In a Um, way. Yeah, be up there. Yeah. I think, especially now that Red Dead Redemption's been pushed back to 2018. Yeah. Definitely my most anticipated game of this year. Horizon Zero Dawn, I don't know what I expected, but that's definitely up there for my game of the year. But Injustice 2 as a fighting game is fucking supreme. Um, I don't know about... It looks amazing. The multiplayer is eh, because you can just get fucking owned Mm. by people juggling you so fucking easily. But... For a single-player game, which is bizarre to say about a fighting game. And, like, Couch, when I say single-player, I don't mean only single-player. I mean, like, local versus as well, but not online. The online is... It's got King of the Hill mode and the usual fucking suspects there. Yeah. But it's a bit... Eh. Whereas the single-player, the story is fucking awesome. Injustice Gods Among Us had a great story. And Injustice 2 follows on from that. So basically what happened was in Injustice Gods Among Us, Superman gets tricked into killing his wife and her and their unborn child. And then he loses his mind because the Joker tricked him. So then he goes and punches the Joker through the chest and kills him. And What's then he doing? goes, yeah. And then Batman's like, what the hell are you doing? You, we don't kill people. And That's Superman's, my nemesis. Yeah, and Superman's like, well, now we do kill people because I'm sick of there being crime, so I'm putting a stop to it. And he basically turns into, like, super fascist. Cool. Yeah. And, um... Super Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so DC had a, um, a comic series for Injustice Gods Among Us that came out at the same time as the game. So issue one came out, like, two weeks before Injustice Gods Among Us. That lasted for five years because it's been five years since Injustice Gods Among Us came out. Wow. And um, so there's been five years worth of comics which told the story leading up to Injustice Gods Among Us. So it goes five years worth of comics from Superman punching the Joker through the heart to where the first game started and the story there from the first game was then told in a series of comics called Injustice Ground Zero, where it's the story of the game, but from the point of view of Harley Quinn, who is Joker's, yeah, like, ex or widow, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. And she turns good, and it's a great series. And now we've got Injustice 2, which is set five years or something after Injustice 1 or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Superman's been imprisoned... Um, Wonder Woman, Black Adam, and a bunch of other people are in hiding. And uh, Supergirl rocks up and Wonder Woman finds her and like tells her that Superman's been locked up and we have to go and save him. And she's like, yeah, my cousin has been locked up. we got to save him. Doesn't say that Superman turned into a complete super Nazi yeah. and was murdering his own friends. Wow. Which happens in the comics. Like a bunch of the Justice League get murdered by Superman because they stand up against him and he's like nope yeah you're done <laughs> yeah so um it's a fucking awesome story if you're into the DC comic book universe or like just even think that Superman and Batman are cool because it's this whole warped fucking universe where Superman's gone mad 
Mm. And half the Justice League has gone with him to like, yeah, we're going to put a stop to all crime. And next minute it's like, we're going to murder anyone who stands up against us. Cold-blooded. Wow. Yeah. So Injustice 2 continues that story, which is a really cool story if you're into comics. Yeah. Um, the gameplay in the, in the game is pretty much the same as the first game. You've got super moves arena transitions where you can punch people through a wall and it like does yeah. a little cutscene, which is really cool again if you're into the comics because those little transitions show you stuff some of them show you parts of the DC universe that aren't in the levels but it's like an easter egg kind of thing so like oh, cool. there's a character Dr. Fate who you play as in Injustice 2 you have he's in on the roster mm-hmm. and basically he's like a wears a helmet which connects him to like the gods of order or something which means he has to keep balance in the world right and his home is this floating tower like floating castle tower thing caught in between space time and so one of the transitions is you get punched through this portal and then you appear in the place you see his castle and you get punched through the wall of the (laughs) castle and inside it's like those pictures where they have like all these staircases, staircases yeah. in different, like, upside down and yeah. all that shit. Mm-hmm. And you're falling through, smashing through staircases and shit. Wow. And then you land somewhere else. So there's, like, cool stuff like that. And characters that you wouldn't otherwise see in the game can be in there. Like, there's a... In the Batcave, you get punched through a wall and you go into this running water of the sewage system and Killer Croc grabs you and slams you through another wall. Wow. So it's really cool as, like, fan service for the mm. DC comics. Yeah. And you can tell that the guys who created it are super passionate about DC comics as well because of how accurate all the characters are. Like when you start a match and the two characters walk up, the two whoever you're fighting, they the one says something to the other, the other says something back and it's like all these different conversations that tie in like that so Green Arrow will walk up to Black Canary, who's his wife. And he'll be like, she'll be like, oh, did you hire a babysitter? And he's like, I thought you did that. And she's like, uh, or something like that. And then you've got ones where they're actually enemies in the comics and they're like, like Bane comes up and he's like, I'm going to break you, like break Batman and all that kind of shit. And there's all these things. You can skip past them, obviously, to just get into the fight. But But if you're a fan... It shows you the characters and they're very well done. Oh, they are incredible. I was having a look actually the other day at... um, just the screenshots and a little yeah. bit of the gameplay on, um, must've been on the Xbox store, I think on the marketplace. And, um, holy shit. I've not seen that level of detail in yeah. inside gameplay forever. Like yeah. there's a, a scene, like it's just a still shot and I don't know whether it's a, you know, captured shot or if it's a doctored shot, I don't know, yeah. but you can see bloody, Superman's veins in his legs through his costume and shit and you're yeah. like what the fuck like that that level is incredible yeah. and they look amazing like that's the- what the whole the, all the graphics in it are like not just top tier for fighting games but they're like top tier for, for all games yeah. like the facial animation when they're talking to each other is on the level above like Last of Us and shit like mm, that where it's yeah. like games that 
completely rely on cinematics. Yeah, yeah. And here's this game that's a fighting game, and you're looking at it going, holy shit, this looks fucking amazing. Mm, yeah. And again, it comes down to the sort of passion. You can tell the, that the developers had such a passion for the project. Yeah. Because yeah. all of the levels are so masterfully created based on scenery from in the actual comics. Mm, yeah. um, and then, like I said, the faithful creation and conversation topics and all that of the characters themselves. It must have been a huge budget. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they've got the backing of Warner Brothers. Yeah. And to be honest, I think DC, their movies have been pretty poor. Um, Wonder Woman came out yesterday, which I think apparently is pretty good, and I'm hoping it's really good. Me too. But Batman vs. Superman was fucking... Dog's breakfast. Yeah. Suicide Squad had mixed reviews. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun, but yeah. it wasn't a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the last Superman movie was pretty average. They've got heaps of movies coming out now, like mm. Aquaman and all that, yeah. leading up to a Justice League one. Yeah. But I think where DC really shine, apart from in actual comics, because I prefer DC comics over Marvel, but in video games... Like, the Injustice series are fucking awesome. And the Arkham series, Batman Arkham series were Incredible. awesome. Incredible. Yeah. Like, some of the best, um, what do you call them, like, hack and slash or whatever. Yeah. Sort of games. Ever. Yeah. Let alone from a comic book game. That's right. Whereas for Marvel, you've got, like, Deadpool, which was hot trash. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of the game, the movie was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, the Spider-Man games are generally pretty average. Well, speaking of Batman, I just watched um, Batman Lego. Yeah. The new one. Yeah. Fucking funny ads. Yeah, it's, it's good. Oh, my God. Well, the kids up. watched it, and then they, they saw me playing a bit of Injustice 2, which, by the way... Nah, not going to They happen. saw a part of it that was like... I was like, it's MA because of violence, but I was like... It's not that bad. Like, I've been playing it. There's not really blood and stuff. Yeah, it's but not, I was not playing in this, combat. I was playing in the story mode. <laughs> and I was playing as Green Lantern, and the kids were like, oh, it's Green Lantern, because they were, like, getting ready for school. I was getting ready to take them to school. Laura yeah. was on a early start. Yeah. And I was like, if you're good, I'll let you watch some of Injustice. <laughs> oh, no. And they're like, so, so good. So I was like, <laughs> yep, sweet. Put it on. I'm like, oh, it's Green Lantern. They like Green Lantern. And they're like, yeah, Green Lantern, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Red Lantern rocks up, and Red Lanterns are like rage yep. is their thing mm-hmm. instead of um, Green Lantern is willpower. Yeah. And Yellow, which was in Injustice Gods Among Us, is fear. Mm-hmm. Red is rage. And this fucking guy who looks like a gigantic red monster <laughs> comes out on the screen, grabs Green Lantern... And vomits blood all over oh his head. Oh, my God. And then he's got a floating cat behind him. The cat grabs him by the back of the head and also vomits blood on his head. Oh and I'm goodness. like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> the one scene that's just the most brutal thing I've ever seen. And, like, the whole time... It's one of the best fucking scenes from any game ever, though. <laughs> because, like, Green Lantern is there and he's got his ring. And the Red Lantern's like, you've got rage in you fucking like submit to it and like let it out and join the red lanterns and he makes he's got a red ring floating towards green lantern while he's like sitting there covered in blood and he's like slowly saying the green lantern thing of like 
beware the power of Green Lanterns oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, in, yeah. in Brightest mm-hmm. Day in Darkest Night he's like slowly he's like in Brightest Day in Darkest Night and then just at the end when he's about to succumb to the fucking blood and shit that's all over him yeah. he says the end of it the power of Green Lantern's light and green fucking explodes everywhere and wow. then you fight the red guy and beat the pus out of him <laughs> and all lose if you yeah. shit at the game but yeah. it's like one of the coolest scenes another really cool scene like there's so many yeah where like again it's the passion of the developers to make it exactly like the characters like to have the Green Lantern use his willpower to fight that back and it's so intense Mm. there's another bit where it's a cutscene of Dr. Fate walking through Metropolis and there's a woman on the ground like dying and she's like help me please and he reaches for her and the gods in his helmet say no and he has like he can't control his arm he pulls his arm back and she dies in front of him oh wow and it's like whoa intense the kids didn't see that (laughs) yeah good but I was like fuck that's well what's worse than getting blood vomited on a dude but um yeah well they probably had nightmares they wouldn't have had nightmares from God (laughs) saying no yeah Um, well maybe apart from the chick dying in front of the dude but like yeah I don't even know how he got off on that tangent but that game the story's awesome. The transitions are awesome. The um, super moves are pretty cool. Yeah. The roster has 29 characters if you include Darkseid, which is a pre-order bonus. Mm-hmm. They've already announced Fighter Pack 1, so they're doing three Fighter Packs. Are they going to be free again? Because didn't no. they do free last time? No, it was DLC. Oh, okay. I got them because I bought the Season Pass. Oh, right. Fair and enough. this time yeah. around, I got the Ultimate Edition, which comes with the Season Pass. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, there's three fighter packs of three characters. The first one is Starfire from the Teen Titans, Red Hood, and Sub-Zero oh, cool. from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, so I guess as a comparison, if I can ask you, because I'm sure you're going to you know, talk about it anyway, Yeah. Um, your previous favorite fighting game in the last couple of years, of Probably course. Probably Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat 10. Um, how, of well... They're going after different markets, I know that. Yeah. So, but just mash them together, which would you say would come out on top? It depends what you're looking for. As a fighting game, I think Mortal Kombat is better. Yeah. Um, but in terms of... They have more history as well, I suppose, like you know, Mortal Kombat. Well, it's the same. They use the same engine and everything. Oh, okay. Like, more yeah. or less. It's basically yeah. the same engine because... Mortal Kombat 10 super moves up, pull both triggers in. Yeah. Or X-ray moves, I mean. Yeah. And true. then super moves in Injustice are both triggers in. Yeah, fair enough. Um, the difference, one of the big differences with Injustice 2 is they've put in a gear system. Okay. So this plays to people who are big fans of the characters as, again, like more fan service because as you play, you... you score loot boxes right and then you go into this thing and you can unlock the loot boxes and it gives you random loot for three between three to six of your characters okay so a different item for each of them and they can be common rare or epic and the epic watch exactly the same yeah, yeah the epic stuff has augment stuff on it as well so it's like if you don't jump in a fight you get a bonus 153 experience at the end of the oh, fight wow. shit okay. like that but it also has stuff like 5% damage bonus against kryptonians or like superman and supergirl yeah. or mm-hmm. like shit like that wow um 
So there's all these bonuses and stuff, but not only that, they look different. All the pieces look different, so you can change the costumes of your characters. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so you're leveling up your characters. Each character can get leveled from level 1 to level 20. Yep. And the problem with the gear system there is that you'll be level 1, and it only when you win a loot box, it's locked. All the gear that's in it is already decided. Yeah. So okay. you can level that character up to level 20 and not open any of the boxes. And if, as you open them all, they will be, they'll give you gear set to what your characters were at the time that you won the box. Oh, wow. Okay. So, for example, you've got 29 characters, like I said. Um, at the moment, I've got three people who are level 20. Yeah. No, four. Four that are level 20. The rest are a mixture between one and 10. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I win a gold loot box it'll have probably three or four items either all rare or all rare except for one epic Mm -hmm. right and then those four items might be for wonder woman superman batman and fucking brainiac okay so brainiac's level one so it'll be level one gear for him wonder woman's level 20 so it'll be level 20 gear for her Mm -hmm. right but if I'm playing as Brainiac and I level him up to level 10, but I don't open any of those loot boxes, some of them will still only have level one gear for him. Yeah. Cause it's locked. Enough. Yeah. Um, but it's a good way to keep getting more gear. And the good thing is that you get, um, like these tokens that are like respect tokens or something like that. And you can use them to convert a piece of gear that you have up to what your current character's level is. Oh, so if you cool, have man. a level one epic item yeah. and you're level 20, you use that token on the level one epic item and it makes it level 20 and it boosts all the stats and bonuses on it to what it would be oh, nice. for a level 20 okay. item. Yeah, that's a good idea. Which is cool. And then the other thing you can do with those tokens is you can take the stats and everything off one piece and put it on another so that if you have a piece of armor that looks really cool but it's only a common piece with not very good stats, you can transfer the epic properties from wow. one onto the other. Okay, that's pretty cool. So if you yeah. find a costume that you really like, you can do that. Mm. Then on top of that, it's got shaders, which change the color scheme of your character. So normally Superman wears red and blue yeah. with a big S that's fucking red and gold on his chest. Yeah. So then um, in the Ultimate Edition, I got God and Demon shaders. Mm-hmm. Demon makes it like a red and black theme. Okay. God makes it a white and silver sort of really bright white theme where their eyes turn fucking bright white as well. Wow. But on top of that, you have shaders that fully change the character. So Supergirl has one that I got from the Ultimate Edition that changes her to Power Girl, which is a whole different character. You go into a fight and it says, instead of saying Supergirl, it says Power Girl, and she has different conversation pieces based on Power Girl. Same with Flash has Reverse Flash. For those out there who've watched the Flash TV show, Reverse Flash is a character in that. He's from the future. He goes super slow. And he's evil. <laughs> nah, still fast. Yeah, okay. But um, you can play as Reverse Flash instead of Flash with a shader. And the other one I think I got... I don't know who the other one was. But then um, Captain Cold, who has like a ice gun, he has a shader that turns him into Mr. Freeze. Oh, okay, cool. So there's a bunch of different ones like that, and there's mm. room for expansion there yeah. as well to include. So Captain Cold just doesn't take heaps of Sudafed and have a runny nose? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so... Yeah, it's a Sudafed gun. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, You know what I was going on about the story before? 
the actual story of Injustice 2 is that Brainiac shows up to capture the world. He's the guy who destroyed Krypton yeah. when Superman had to fuck off out of there. Yeah. And so he arrives at Earth and they're like, shit, how are we going to beat this guy? And they end up letting Superman out of jail to help fight Brainiac, oh, which okay. is a fucking terrible idea because Superman is mental now. Yeah. 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 yeah, But the good thing about that is that it adds a fork in the story towards the end where you can choose Batman or Superman. And depending on which you choose, you either choose not fascists or fascists. And the story plays out differently. Wow. It's not as much of a story change as like Mass Effect or something, but it's yeah. like two different endings, which is cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and it gives you an excuse to play through the story twice. Yeah. And also in the story, there's parts, there's chapters, so it's broken up into chapters based on characters. So chapter one is Batman, and it's four fights or three fights as Batman. And then it, chapter two is like Harley Quinn or something. Oh, okay, so you learn a couple of different characters yeah. along so the way. so you get to yeah. play through the 16 or whatever chapters of the story. You get to play different characters and try mm-hmm. different moves and stuff. Yep. That's the same as in Injustice 1. But the difference with Injustice 2 is that there's like four or five chapters where you can choose a di- different character. The That's only right. one that changes the story really is the last one where you choose Batman or Superman. Yeah. But there's parts where you can choose between Green Arrow or Black Canary that change how the fights play out and a little bit of how the story goes for that segment, it still ends the same uh, okay, at the end yeah. of that chapter. Yeah. But, like, you get to see it from a different character's point of view. So that cool. happens, like, three or four times, which gives you, yeah, like I said, an excuse to play through the story again. Um, I'll quickly knock over a couple, the last couple of things about the game. It has guilds, so you can team up with your friends to do guild challenges. Um the uh, the game has microtransactions which are kind of shitty but you don't really need them um, oh, you buy cool. these things that are called like source coins or something like that and you can use them to pay to level up your character to level 20 straight away so That's or cool. to buy other shaders pretty much all the shaders I think you can unlock randomly in those loot boxes mm-hmm. but you can if there's one that you, you really want you it. can fast track it and buy yeah, it okay. for real cash so it's not like play to win type shit, except for the fact that because in multiplayer online, you get what your costume looks like, but all the stats are removed so that it balances everyone. Okay. Yeah. So, but you can turn it back on if you want. So when you play King of the Hill, every start of every fight, when they're picking their characters, a little they'll pop up an options thing. Like the people playing, you press square to bring up options. Yeah. And both players have to decide on the same like on off oh, switch okay. on each thing yeah. or the fight doesn't go ahead so you can switch on or off gear sets yeah. to balance because some people will have like the sickest gear mm. and some might have none for that character or they might they might only have a level 5 character compared to a level 20 which yeah. is naturally because as you level up you get boost in your stats of course, like health yeah. and strength yeah. and shit mm-hmm. so really you want to have it balanced in multiplayer fights so yeah, the microtransactions don't really affect that too much. Um, and the biggest, the other big thing is in single player, there's a thing called multiverse, which is, so the idea in DC, the same as how injustice is a thing, is that there are multiple other Earths in the universe, in the multiverse, that are other universes, where it's the, sim- the same basic idea of sliding doors. Like, 
if you you know the movie oh, sliding yeah, doors yeah, like if yeah. you decide to go on the train or go ride your bike home or yeah. something like that the world splits and another yeah. world is created you know Based on and every decision. time a decision is made a new universe happens yeah so the multiverse in single player is basically like the same thing that Mortal Kombat has where you can do a fight and it'll have a random effect on it so like bombs might drop out of the sky randomly onto the battlefield so or like you'll randomly get time slowed down or something like that to affect to make the games a little bit different they're like modifiers yeah the multiverse is um so at any one time there's like five or six earths on the screen and you pick the one that you want and you go into it and it has a bunch of different fights and some of them will be against like three player like three enemies so you've got to fight three in a row or five or eight or whatever and they those will each have a different modifier on them so like I said you'll have one where bombs are dropping out of the sky or there's landmines randomly Mm -hmm. so you're trying to beat the shit out of someone and you accidentally step on a landmine you get damaged they get broken out of the combo that you're fucking beating their ass with Mm -hmm. stuff like that it changes it up but on top of that there's objectives on each multiverse world that are like play this fight in the in that current multiverse using this character or do it getting a gold score or do it like uh, okay, yeah, not yeah. without jumping and shit like that mm-hmm. so it kind of mixes up the content to make each fight so it's not just oh yeah go in have another fight you know it changes it up yeah. and those multiverses last anywhere between two hours to five days sure. and then when they finish a new one appears yeah. like there's one on at the moment where if you play all the levels, you have to play them as Wonder Woman. And if you beat them all, you get each one that you beat, you get a piece of her outfit from the movie. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can have, if you beat them all, you have a full outfit from the movie. I actually found out this morning that her bangles that she wears to deflect the bullets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I called the armbands of submission. Nice. And I was like, damn, that's, <laughs> uh, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, the multiverse. That's a a cool way to keep the content going. Yeah. For people who just um, to switch it up you know, a bit. And it's a fucking great game. Like I look at my friends list, cannot believe no one is playing Injustice Two. Yeah. It's awesome. I don't know anybody else who's playing it either. Yeah. But it's so fucking fun. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I've talked about that for like half an hour. But would you give it? Oh, 10 out of ten. Yeah. Five bears out of five. There is no problem with it. I have no, no problem with that game. Wow, that's really good. What like, about the um the app? Have you used the app? Uh the the app actually in the first injustice, you unlocked a bunch of stuff between the two. So yeah, based remember. on your progress in the game on the console, you would unlock stuff in the thing. And vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Now all it is is like a login, link it, and every time you have you have to go into options and click link to mobile while oh. your hand the phone's in your hand. And it gives you like a code or something that you have to type in on your phone. Yeah. You do that and you get a random loot box. Oh. Which is like, eh. Wow. Whereas in the first one, you unlocked like characters and shit like that. Hmm. So yeah. that was, yeah, I haven't played a lot of the mobile game. I okay. played heaps of the first one, but this one I've been like, it's not that kind of impressive. Mm. Um, yeah. Five start, five bears out of five. Even though I said that the multiplayer is eh. I mean, it's fun enough, but I get my ass fucking handed to me more more <laughs> times than I don't. So I'm like, fuck that shit. Yeah. But yeah, the story is great. The gameplay is fun. Um, 
Yeah, if you're into... Like, it's the kind of fighting game that you can get into even if you've never been into fighting games because it's easy to pick up and get into. Mm. The combos aren't that complex to get the hang of. Mm. And it's just fun to play. It feels good when you're playing a Superman to punch someone into the stratosphere. <laughs> like he's Superman. Well, in real life, it feels good when you do that too. Yeah. So no, it doesn't, kids. Yeah. So Injustice Two, I give five out of five easily. Nice. Now, Prey yes. is the next one. We've already Pray tell. Pray tell. <laughs> um, so Matt and I both got this. Yeah. Um, I haven't played it very Matt's much. Matt's got it on the PS4. Yep. Uh, I got it on um, on PC. Yep. Um, funny story. I uh, started playing it with the keyboard and the mouse. Yep. And not not great. Yeah. Like, really not amazing. Like didn't, didn't feel didn't, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like the button layout and everything. Um, it's quite a complex game. Yeah. Um, and the, the it reminds me of Bioshock. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of games, actually. Um, It was supposedly built as an homage-type thing to System Shock. Yeah. But totally different game. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean... It actually reminds me of Dead Space as well. System Shock was a million years ago, so it was a totally different thing. Um, Yeah, definitely Dead Space. Yeah. Definitely Dead Space. It's got... That whole loneliness... Yeah, the... And the spiky-handed enemies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it, and it's, it's kind of scary too. Just jump scares and stuff, yeah. which get old. Like mm. I've probably played fourteen, maybe sixteen hours of it at this point. Yeah, um, I probably played like two, three. Yeah, and I'm maybe a quarter of the way through. Yeah, like are you I'm enjoying both, it though? Uh, yeah, it's really, really good game. Yeah. I'd have to say, like it is a, it is a pretty fun game. The only thing that I'd have to say <laughs> um, was isn't great about it, and it's just because I'm lazy in gameplay now. Yeah. But it doesn't really hold your hand much. Yeah. And that that is evident. <laughs> um, there's like basically the storyline is that you're this this company guy, scientist, Mor- basically Morgan Yu, I think it is, something yeah, like that. You. Only um, you can save the world. Yeah. Is the tagline. Yeah. It's like, oh, good one, guys. Yeah. Well played. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Only you can stop making shitty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um it it actually like you're you're on this initially you start the game, you're in bed, you wake up, you're going around doing all this yeah. shit. Um and then you find out that that's a simulation. Which, by the way, that whole intro from start until, like, I don't know, fucking after the first level, that whole first level and prologue section, whatever, is one of the coolest fucking things I've ever played. Of, like, what? (laughs) You know, you're like, what the fuck? This is fucking unreal. And then all of a sudden you're like... That whole thing was fucking fake. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah, and you're like, you're seeing fucking corpses on the ground and yeah. shit. It's you like, walk, what? You walk out of your room initially, you go out and talk to a person who's doing some maintenance in the in the lobby kind of thing. Yeah. And then you go on a helicopter ride and you do all this other shit, interacting with people. And then... That helicopter ride is really the coolest. Like the way it shows the credits. Yeah. 
but yeah. on like buildings and on the bridge and all that yeah. kind of shit. It just looks really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, looks wise, it's not the greatest looking game. It's all right. It's all, it's all right. It's not bad, but it's not. It's not. It's not phenomenal. Yeah. Um, probably the best parts that I saw in the game is when you go outside of the space station and you actually get to float around and you oh, yeah. go between. Like there's there's sections of it that have had a hull breach kind of thing, so they're shut down. Yeah. So you've got to find a way of getting out and then moving around the side of the the thing and then getting into those areas where the breach was to collect whatever the items are you need to get to fuck off again. Yeah. Um, and that looked really cool. Yeah. Like they did a really good job of the lighting and all that kind of shit. It looked pretty good. Um, and you've got like boosters on your jetpack kind of stuff and you just kind of like around little bits and things like that. But there's bad dudes outside as well as inside and they're Great. fucking epic powerful outside. Yeah. So you can't really kill them, but they're not hard to just fucking get around. Yeah. You know, so not a huge big deal. Um, but anyway, it it's like I was saying, it doesn't hold your hand. Like there's one part where you have to go and... Um, and, and seriously like six hours into it which is fucking nothing yeah. the game's like 35 40 hours long um, which is pretty huge for a game these days which is good um, most stories like that like even Uncharted kind of thing Uncharted yeah 4 was it 4 yeah it was yeah. like 10 hours or yeah something. 10 or 12 hours and that was taking time a bit you know yeah um, but yeah, with this one, it's um, yeah, there's this one section where you you get to watch half of like a video inside the game, and then it gets shut down, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You got to go and find how to turn it back on so you can finish watching it. Um, but you're watching this video, and then this robot helper kind of thing appears, and he's he's like, "Oh, you know, <coughs> you're up to this bit," and you know you reminded me that if this ever happened, I had to give you these items. So he puts the things on the table, but you just automatically think that he's given them to you because he doesn't say, here, I'll put them on the table and you can pick them up and then yeah. continue on. So I just fucked off and started running around the space station again, yeah. only to find that 20 minutes later when I got to the door that I needed to open... Fuck! I didn't even have the key anymore, so I've got to run all the way back. Yeah. Um, and it actually happened that it was like three sections that I'd run through. So yeah. I'd, I'd gone through the open doors, the loading screens, blah blah blah. Then I had to go back and do all the same shit again. That's fucked. Um, so little things like that are a bit annoying, but like I said, that's just because I've probably become very lazy with gaming. Yeah. Um, someone says something, and instead of looking around, going okay. Am I done here? I just go, sure. And <laughs> off like a fucking, you know, bull in a china store. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, it is It is actually a really, really good game. Um, like I was saying before, it's not the most pretty game. Yeah. It's probably on par with, um, I would probably say, um, uh, what was the game called? Fuck. It only came out like six months ago or something. Um, no idea. With the mask. The mask. You know, the mask that you wear. There was number two that came out just recently. Fuck, I can't believe I've forgotten what this game was. <laughs> I was only playing it that, that long ago. Well, 
Yeah. Um, Look, to be honest, it's a Bethesda game, so yeah. I'm not expecting too fucking much graphically or any way, anyway, <laughs> at all. We can fuck yeah. Bethesda's games and shit sometimes. They certainly can be. Um, yeah. Although, speaking of, like, while you're looking that up, The Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind update is coming out on the 6th of June, and I'll be checking that out. So, our next podcast. Dishonored episode, too, sorry. Oh, Dishonored. Yay! Yeah. Well, that's Bethesda as well. It is, yeah. So, it's very I think similar. it's the same studio. Arcane. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was too. Because yeah. Arcane did Prey. Yeah. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, so graphically it's the same. Very yeah. similar in a lot of ways. But the cool thing is, like, I got about, um, uh, again, maybe a couple of hours into it, and you end up in this almost like the main lobby of it or something, um, and there's these videos on the wall that you can go and watch which explain the history behind it Um, and it's in an alternative story basically from when the assassination of Kennedy didn't work Um, he never died and then the whole space race changed and the Russians and the Americans ended up teaming up and creating the space station which was then in you know, in the future was then bought by an individual company who has trans, taken on Transtar yeah. or whatever they're called. Yeah, Transtar. Uh, anyway, um, and yeah, they have now set it up to uh, you know try and understand what these things are that they've like these alien creatures called um, Typhons. Y-P-H-O-N something like that Um, and they're the mimics really like they're they're like a a ball of mist almost like you know if you've seen anything on the game you would have seen what I'm talking about yeah but um, they're like the face suckers but they can also change shapes and take on other shapes and things like that which, yeah, that's what where the jump scares come in because you'll look at a table and it'll have three mugs on it. Yeah. And you'll be like, that's weird. Yeah. And as you walk up to it, one of them turns into a mimic which then attacks you yeah. and you're like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So there's those. There's also much bigger ones. So you'll have yeah. ones that have got different types of powers. There's ones like that are walking like humans um, and some of them do like a teleport thing where they just all of a sudden blink in there behind you or some shit or that's really annoying yeah fuck yeah (laughs) or they have like um like limbs that go long and they can hit you from distance or they can shoot energy at you or whatever so they are a bit different which is kind of cool mixture of enemies to fight but I've only just started to because you you find upgrades for your suit and all these types of things like yeah part of the the integration into this and, and what the company that bought this fucking thing was you know, they keep they've been able to create this thing that really it's quite shocking the first time you see it actually it's like a video camera and you put it to your eye and then there's these three Problems. needles that yeah. come out and stick into your eye and yeah. go straight into your brain and like the matrix load information or abilities into you yeah um and the first time you do it, you pick it up and you're looking at it going, what the fuck is this? And then you start putting it to your eye and these things just come out and go, and you like turn it sideways and there's like 
fucking long ass like needles sticking out of yeah. it. Like, oh shit, I don't know if I want to put that in my eye. <laughs> but um, yeah, you you unlock things and you know there's d- develop you know creation of character development throughout that game yeah. because of and that. there's heaps of what I noticed there's heaps of um, reading as well yeah. To, yeah if you want to take the time to read everything mm, you can you learn can. so much about the world yeah like I said I only played it for like three or four hours and that's probably mostly spent reading stuff like yeah. you could probably blow through the game really quick I reckon if well, you surprisingly not all that stuff surprisingly well I heard there was not. a playthrough done in like 20 minutes or something don't know how the wow. fuck they did that but wow. like there's some speed runs out there that are super fast. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't think that, that was I possible. Thing, there was a lot of stuff that I read that explains how you wake up at, like not knowing where the fuck, you, like what yeah. the time is. Yeah. And it's because every time they put one of those things in your eye and then they undo it, yeah. it wipes your memory back to the first time you ever That's got right. one of them. Yeah. So, well, it's, it takes away the memory of that last one. Oh, so yeah. if you put one in and then you and then it gets extracted or whatever, like yeah. a microchip type thing, and it gets taken out, you auto- automatically revert back to the moment that that one was put in. Yeah. Um, so I guess if you had them all removed, then yeah, you'd go back to where you were yeah. initially. Um, so that's that does make sense, but it, it's kind of cool. Like the you mentioned reading things, like there's computer terminals fucking everywhere like it's a it's a space station and everyone that was working there had jobs and they have their Um, individual emails yeah and it's kind of cool because there's emails between characters that have obviously been dead or whatever for quite a while until you've woken up um the the space station feels lived in like it really does feel like there's been a fuckload of people there doing a lot of stuff um, so you walk into different places and there's, you know, evidence that people have been there for quite a while, which is kind of good. Like it's really yeah. well done in that regard, but yeah, there's like email correspondence between characters that you'll kind of read one half and then read the other half later. Um, and if you can remember those, you go, oh shit, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that they do, which has been pretty well done is, because it's a space station and it's a company, you know, there's people with different levels of you know, access and you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. So there's a lot of locked doors around. Um, yeah. They all have codes and shit like that. Yeah. So some people will like email a code to someone else and go, oh shit, you know, sorry, I've just changed office or whatever. Here's the code to the safe in the office that I used to be in. Yeah. And it does it does remember those, which is fucking good because there's a lot of things that are locked. Yeah. So if you had to remember them or write them all down, then you'd end up with a fucking big list. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. But there's also other places in the game where you can, where you upgrade your hacking ability and then you can hack things. Hacking is pretty fucking easy. Like yeah. What they did was instead of making the actual hacking hard... Like, um, cause it's just basically like a, um, I remember with, uh, um, say fallout, you had to, you know, grab the, the, the words that were in the, there. The words. Yeah. yeah. Totally different to that. This is like a, um, almost like a top down view of a room with just blocks 
in the way. Yeah. And you've got to try. It's like a maze, but it's not even fucking hard. You know, it's it's um. Yeah, you, some of them are red, which give your your little arrow thing a shock as you move through them, um, which just eats up time, really. Yeah. But that's about it. So you so get a certain like amount of time. It's like Bioshock. Bioshock had the pipes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's kind of like that, where you've got to get from one side to the other side, yeah. this little map thing. Um, By rotating blocks or like placing different pipes. Well, and yeah, no, this is just literally get through the few blocks on the screen to the yeah. other side and then you get into this little circle and it'll randomly generate a button to press. So, you know, on the controller, which I'm now playing it on, on the PC, yeah. it just gives me press A, y, B, X, Y or whatever. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So you've got to do it in a hurry. So and it's then, tough then. <laughs> oh, crazy. Real challenging. Yeah. But the only thing that they've done is to make it not even make it harder, but you have to unlock higher and higher hacking, uh, levels. hacking levels. Yeah, so you've got to decide when you find one of the upgrade things to use it on that yeah. rather than on boosting your physical capabilities. Yeah, that's right, exactly, yeah. So, But they don't really seem to make a fucking difference in regards to the, how difficult the hacking is. Yeah. So it's a bit of a pain in the ass. But, um, yeah, I mean... It is a really fucking good game. Like, if yeah. you want to have a game that has a pretty long story, and I haven't really gone into the story too much. Like, it is... It's a pretty epic story. Yeah, and um, I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. And and if these things basically get off and get onto Earth, we're all fucked. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Well, because they... What do they... Consume humans and grow stronger or, yeah, like, multiply yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. And they... Yeah, they'll just fucking destroy us all and yeah. that'll be the end of it. So, so only you can save the world. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and it it seems like, you know, I've, I've only just gotten to a part where I'm starting to actually understand what the fuck's going on. And like I said, oh, I've yeah. been playing for 15 hours almost. And, yeah. You know, I'm like, fuck, like, you're just doing stuff for ages and you don't really understand what the purpose of the game is except for... There's these fucking aliens, and obviously I have to kill them all. Yeah, so, so I'm going to go and kill them the all. World. Well, yeah, but it, yeah. it really is not that. By the sounds of where the story's at at the moment, that's just a means to an end at this point. Yeah. So it's just continuing until you get that. But I mentioned before there was that um, you know, the the way they've done the story is really well done, and it's like a, a play on time and all that kind of shit. Yeah, but I came across a, um, a a safe in a room and it was like an armory or something like that. And I couldn't unlock it. You couldn't yeah. hack it. It was a really high level. And I was like, fuck, there's got to be a way to get into this later. Yeah. But it was actually near the very start of the game. And I was like, that's kind of bizarre. Anyway, I get to this bit, like I was mentioning before, where you watch this video in your room yep. and then your helper comes out and says, oh, you need this shit. I, you know, you told me to give you this stuff later. Um, so anyway, you're watching a video that you made before you got your memory wiped and you're telling yourself about what the fuck is going on. Um, and it's in the room that was right next to this room that had this safe in it that I couldn't open. Yeah. And I'm standing there and I'm looking at the dude like myself, obviously, in the game, um, telling me about what's going on. And I'm looking at the room and I'm thinking, fuck, I recognize that. Like, that's from really early on. Yeah. And I remember being in that room, 
there's a, a whiteboard on the wall and there's a, a thing that had kind of smudged a little bit, but it was written on the whiteboard, um, the safe, password, safe yeah. code. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, so that's got to be somewhere. Anyway, in the video, it hadn't been wiped yet. Yeah. So it, it is kind of like a, a 3D video type thing. Like you can stand there and walk to one side of the screen and you can see further into the actual like, background weird. and shit like that. Yeah. And so you've got to walk around a little bit and then you can see more of the whiteboard and you can actually see the code on there. That's cool. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, motherfuckers. Now I know the code. I've got to go all the way back and, yeah. Yeah, and go and unlock it and get what I needed to get. But I got some pretty cool shit out of it. Yeah. So I was happy I did. Well, that's why but, the fucking game takes so long, doesn't it? Yeah. You've got to keep going like backwards, backwards and forwards, forwards yeah. Castlevania style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty cool though. Like if you, if you want to have a good game with a good storyline, but it's going to be a bit of a, a hole, you know, a time hole that you can sink a fair bit of effort yeah, into. Yeah, exactly, which um, is good if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, and there's a lot to do in the game. There really is. Like, there's side quests, there's fucking other people to go and find. There's actually in... Um, there's these security bays that you can get into, which are just, you know... Normally, they're like a security room, which is between two sections of the game like a load screen type thing and it's pretty evident that it's that yep um, and it always gives you the option do you want to leave this section you know and you've got to say yes or cancel and go yeah. back um, but if you can get into the security rooms there's the computers that are in there and they have a full list of all of the people that have ever worked in the place yeah and it, it you can go through and part of it is locate this person yeah so sometimes you'll need a go and get a certain passcode or a key or whatever. That someone which, had on them. Yeah, which this person had. So you know, it might have been a maintenance person or whatever. Yeah. So you've got to find your way into these rooms and then log on to the or hack into the computers and then try and find and locate those people in the building yeah. so that you can actually go and get what you need. Um, and as you're doing that, it actually comes up and says their status yeah. because they're all being monitored all the time. So it'll say... Unknown, 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 100% health. Unknown, dead, 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 dead. Unknown. And then it's like, holy fuck, like, why is there just randomly 100% healthy people in this place? And I've been playing it for 15 hours and I haven't fucking come across another human being yet. Yeah. Well, I have, but, you know, there was was one where it teaches you how these things turn into themselves. Like, you've got this criminal that's in a room and you can either Save let him, him like, come out yeah. or you can let the bad fucking missed things come in and yeah. take him over. Um, and that was pretty hardcore. Like, you you literally only get the two options. Yeah. And you can let him out and he fucks off or you can let the thing into the room. And justice has its way. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, of course, went, well, I want to see what the fuck these things are doing. <laughs> see, so you left him in there. Yeah, I left him in there and I let the thing out. And he's just like, he's turned around and he's like, holy fuck, dude, what are you doing? Like, why is this opening? What the fuck? I have a family. What the fuck? I know I've done bad things in my life, but oh my God, dude, you're going to kill me. Like, this yeah. is the end. And I'm just sitting there going, wow, that's hardcore. Like, <laughs> this dude is like fully 
fucking begging for his life and yeah. I feel like an absolute ass because <laughs> I've let evil in to get him yeah. so I can see what the fuck is going on and thinking shit that's hardcore like they they really did a great job of yeah. making you feel like a prick yeah uh, <laughs> you're a fucking murderer yeah yeah and apparently that does have a big outcome in the game as yeah. well like yeah. your moral compass at the end of the game is going to make a difference yeah so if um if there is a quick playthrough that maybe you can change things maybe I'll go back and see what the other outcomes are yeah um but with my probably lack of ability to sync you know 40 hours into games all the yeah. time I probably won't get a chance yeah. to do it I don't think there's anything coming out in June until like like I mean, like I was saying before, the Elder Scrolls Online yeah. update's coming out. But Probably for the most part, play. there's nothing until, like, Crash Bandicoot at the end of the month. Tekken? Yeah, that's today, but yeah, still. Probably not a 40-hour sinkhole, though. No. Yeah. But, yeah. And praise on special for this week only. Well, probably for the next... Until, what, Wednesday or something? Deal yeah. of the week on PS4. It's like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. But you can probably go and find it for that much or close to at JB Hi-Fi or something. Yeah, Big W's been doing really good deals on some games. Some yeah. of the big, big W stores anyway. Target still. Yeah. You know. So what score do you give Prey? Uh, well, it's uncompleted, so I can't really give it a full score, I don't think. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm enjoying it. I'd probably give it at probably a four out of yeah. five drop bears. It's pretty good. Yeah. It, it's that still... seems to be the... the norm for that I think yeah, it's, it's about getting around, 79 or yeah. something on Metacritic yeah it's about 8 and 80% I guess yeah. so yeah, it's about right yeah um, and it, it is a pretty cool game yeah, yeah like it's not the kind of game that I would I'd like to give it more yeah. time but I've fucking yeah, been injustice. playing the shit out of Injustice yeah. and I got uh, Mafia 3 DLC I want to play through and talk about on the podcast yeah and um, yeah like I said Elder Scrolls Online Updates coming, so like it's keeping me pretty fucking busy. Yeah. yeah. What's the other thing? Oh, um, Gwent. The Gwent. Gwent is the card game from The Witcher Three. Oh yeah. And that is now a standalone game. It's been out for well, the beta has been out for it on Xbox and Windows for quite some time, mm-hmm. and there was a closed beta on PS4 recently. But now the public beta is open to everyone. Yep. on PS4, Xbox and Windows mm-hmm. so if you liked if you like collectible card games try that out it's fucking fun if you liked it in The Witcher 3 then definitely try it out it's pretty much the same as it was in Witcher 3 except some of the cards have different abilities and some of it's been tweaked and whatnot. but it's um, I fucking loved it in The Witcher 3 it was a great sort of mini game inside the main game yeah, um, it was good. And now it's like there's like microtransactions and shit because it's cards. Yeah. So you can either pay for the resources to buy new cards or card or packs, or yeah. just play through it and win them that way. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty fun. If you like that kind of thing, check it out. Probably the only other game that I'd um, I'd like to mention, and I'm only mentioning it because I haven't played it, but I really want to actually buy this. Yeah. Um, if n- for nothing else, just nostalgia. Yeah. Um, uh, NBA Playgrounds came out on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Windows. Yeah. Um, it's basically a NBA re-imaging of NBA Jam. Fuck yeah. And looks very similar, but a lot more 
pretty, obviously. Yeah, it's current more twenty first century. Yeah. Um, but you still get all the same shit, the on fire, the <laughs> and the pushing and all that shit's nice. all in there. Looks fucking sick. Yeah. Like, I loved Fuck NBA yeah. Jam. Big heads and all that. Like yeah. it's it's worth just jumping on and watching the video for it because yeah. it'll just bring back all those oh, like warm, you know, fuzzy bits. Yeah. Um, well, that's so. the thing about fucking Crash Bandicoot as well. 30th of June, the in, in Insane Trilogy comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. The remasters of all. Can't wait for that. That'll be fucking yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, so that'll do us for episode 111, I suppose. I next we're done. Next week on... Should we do the introductions? <laughs> yeah. Um, next, I'm Matt, he's Lucas. Yeah, no. Next week is E3. So um, we'll probably try and record another one shortly after E3. So we yep. can talk about that. Um, there's apparently heaps of shit that's going to be new yeah. there, which yeah, is always good. good. Mm. And yeah, so look forward to that. Yeah, until then, um, send us some info or your thoughts Make on the details. games. <laughs> Send, money. send us money to yeah. podcast at dropbeargaming.com <laughs> no uh, Woolies vouchers um, yeah I'll do that Woolies vouchers any, <laughs> any, any information or thoughts you might have had on something we've discussed then let us yeah. know and if you're playing Injustice 2 or you pick it up because of this review which gave it a good talking about yes thing <laughs> and a good score English yes. I'm good at this <laughs> um yeah, if you have both consoles, get it on fucking PlayStation so that you can join the Drop Me Gaming Guild and play with me. Okay? Yeah, sorted. Sweet. You've been told. All right, have a good one. Till next time. Bye. Catch up.